very accurate Rob. Yeah, you're like a broken yeah. leatherman like man he's capable of so much but yeah, uh, you're like an antique store with drinks <laughs> a couple of these things work and they if you just jam it into other things they'll probably do the thing that you actually want it to yeah you should have seen him in his heyday yeah jamming in jamming out you know what i mean oh i don't know if i've had a heyday is are the are they behind us are we too old are the, are the, the dog days? days behind us i feel like just when I think I'm like, oh man, I uh, I peaked. Like I'll do some like something else. I'm be like, nah, I, th- I think there's a little potential left. I think there's a little potential yeah. for like peaking left. Keep I think, think I've I've hit that. I've been scraping the bottom for the past year. I've been figuring out the new low of being quarantined. So yeah, I think it's all up from here. Yeah, you know, rock bottom is uh is relative. So we keep rattling the sides, as they say. What do you call it if you're at like? your absolute lowest and highest all at once because i feel like that's been me for a lot like i think they call that bipolar disorder (laughs) okay and uh because it'll be like wow i'm really crushing this but fuck uh everything (laughs) else is a real nightmare it's probably binaural disorder because they are parallel rather than just like swaying back and forth like great great like strides along with like uh, knee deep in shit. Just it's crippling lows. Better yeah. to be good and great at one but thing. That's what you got to focus from on. From the thigh down, we're just m- marching through garbage and shit. But on the top, titty bar. Yeah. I would say COVID was probably the most, like, during, like, the bulk of COVID was the most, like, mid-level, like, stable, consistent I think I've ever been in my life. Just not having to deal with people. Just being forced into a routine oh just yeah like well it's three so i should leave the couch i guess yeah. I, I got outside a lot i went into the backyard and like did stuff and it was nice oh, sorry i didn't turn my phone on silent because i'm a bad podcast guest you are a bad podcast yeah. guest and we're happy to have you rob yeah so welcome yeah welcome to the pod we got rob zoroff here on parking lot drunk with sean burke and christian senrude welcome aboard is this the first time you guys have recorded this in the same room um since Since, in in over a year i am honored it is an honor and a privilege i'm not gonna have the uh the luxury of putting them on mute and leaving the room (laughs) after having having been a long time listener i expected you to come in like a hermetically sealed like uh suit or something i hit the point where i'm like well i got the shot this is what i've been aiming for so I, I we'll roll the dice. Christian pulled you out kicking and screaming. You're yeah. like, I don't want to leave. I need my Sean. It's Come too on. bright out here. <laughs> Dude, it is. I I even look at the sun and I get a sunburn. Yeah. Like I I had we did the yard sale yesterday. I had to apply like four times and it was only the yard sale was like four hours. Yeah. After being in the the yeah. overcast light of uh Ventura County last week, I got a gnarly sunburn. <laughs> For my first introduction to the the, uh, the light again, and it was not worth it. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. Hold up, fucking nose for rod too. Next to the freeway, sandwiched between your second favorite place, the beach, wasn't worth it. Uh, I mean, 
We paid like three hundred dollars for that campsite. <laughs> Top dollar. Top dollar for that gutter campsite. It was great. <laughs> it was, was a group site. It was was like everyone on top of each other too. No, there weren't like a lot of people there, but there was a certain type of person that yeah. Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was all group sites. Family of 12. Yeah. 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 A lot of that. Like, it looked like they had been there for a couple Folks weeks. Folks that probably own four wheelers. Yeah. They, they were just. Yeah. There was clothes on the clothesline drying. So they've been there a minute. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I imagine either like uh, semi homeless or like brap Americans. I, I think it leaned a little more brap. Okay. I think. Uh, Seen brap crowd. Outside, but. Just being in that environment and knowing you paid four hundred dollars for two days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're de- like there's certain sites where it's definitely more of like the we're gonna hang out and drink than uh, than camp exactly. Yeah. I don't know why I sound like this. Why did you do this to me, God? <clears throat> Mom, Mom, why did you do this to me? <laughs> your mom's house uh, fans out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. Well, fucking fucking poop i do know that they've been lighting up the garth brook comment section and i just looked through that and i was like this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) the power that these people possess yeah did you did you at uh biden's uh was inauguration everyone crushed it and then garth brooks really just ate (laughs) a dick he sounded horrible apparently he caught so much flack from his fans because as you can imagine a lot of his fans wait for it are Republicans. Yeah. And so they're like, you lost a fan. And he went up there and he just sang like trash. And I'm like, man, you, I mean, you're still going to be a billionaire. So, yeah. I mean, he did that in Detroit where he wore a Barry Sanders jersey because Barry Sanders is a Detroit Lion legend. Mm -hmm. And everyone thought it was a Bernie Sanders jersey because (laughs) people don't do research on the Internet. So they lost their shit on him. And I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) Welcome to the age of damned if you do damned if you don't so <laughs> might as well lean into it and have a good yeah. time just have an opinion and just send everybody you don't want away anyway yeah. just be a, a vessel for your fans to uh <laughs> fill what they want not everybody can be dolly parton and just toe the line straight down the middle just everyone well she's got a lot of torque in those huge tits so she can really <laughs> toe a line man that's her that's her fallback she's like if all else fails Oh, hey, eh, eh, yeah. eh, eh. I've been doing this since the 70s. Doesn't matter. And it works um, to this day. Goddamn Men America's sweetheart. <laughs> Do you think there's a picture of her tits out there somewhere? She was in Playboy in the, like the 70s or 80s. I was trying to get a copy, but they're like kind of expensive. Bull fucking shit. <laughs> Swear to God. Tits out? Uh, I assume she might have just been in the uh, the gear, like the, the old school bunny gear, but I don't. Um, I think we would have seen the pictures. I feel like Dolly I mean, Parton would be like, by we would have seen, I'll be in Playboy. I'm not showing myself. Oh, there's like, no way Dolly Parton would show her, her knockers on, in Playboy. But I'm like, I, I feel like someone somewhere, some scumbag ex-boyfriend from like the 70s or 60s has to have like a Polaroid, grainy Polaroid from like a cabin or whatever they lived in. I and think she's been famous for too long. I think she knows yeah. the risk and like she's not. Lots of NDAs being signed if you spend the night with her. You know what? There's no Dolly Parton the fappening, you know? like (laughs) There's there's no nudes getting leaked to Dolly. I'm pretty sure they're probably not. You don't want to see him now. I wouldn't want (laughs) to see Dolly Parton's boobs now. I'd feel like it would ruin it. But um, I have a theory. and um, I'd love to hear it. Pulp Fiction, what was really inside the briefcase (laughs) (laughs) was the picture of Dolly Parton's tits. (laughs) 
It's a, I just mean, glowing. It's a fan theory. Uh, do you have anything to back that theory up? It's okay. You don't have to. I mean, pe- people people like big ass boobies. <laughs> it's true. It's, his, if history is any indication, that's a very true statement. Yes. Vincent Vega could be related to Dolly Parton in some way. Her bastard son. Yeah. I mean, the, I'm floating that theory. Internet, do what you do. Make it work somehow. <laughs> What's the Charlie Day uh, pe- the guy in the basement? Oh, okay. Pepe Silva. I can give him Pepe Silva's mail. <laughs> Connect the dots, American Beauty style. Do you get any more of those Palomas in there? Sure. I was do. like, I'm just gonna have one, and then I had one, and I'm like, well, well, I love sugar. And I know alcohol. myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh, later and probably uh, crush some white wines. I have a uh, I have a lady coming up, and my preferred wine is white wine because this rough exterior has a very soft interior for cold, uh, chilled. Chardonnay. Just dock ciders, mm-hmm. white linen suits, and white wine. That's all you need. Violent video games and white wine is one of my favorite combinations. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like it's so perfect. You're like drinking a t- five dollar Trader Joe's white wine. You don't even know what it is. It's like a Shaw Day or whatever the hell. <laughs> a Sauvignon. A Sam. A Sauvignon. Shaw Day's missing her mark not having yeah. a wine label. She, all right. Or her own type of wine. Smooth her Operator own. Merlot. Fucking Snoop Dogg's got his uh, 99 crimes or whatever the hell it is, or 18, I don't know. But, uh, oh, violent video games, like get yourself something like Doom, the latest Doom, in a chilled white wine, to quote a comedian we all love. It's just a refreshing clash. <laughs> Put on some Christopher Cross and have yourself an yeah. afternoon. Is, are they, is he the one who did that sailing song? Yep. I Okay, I've, I've had a debate with multiple people in multiple situations on what constitutes yacht rock like and everyone has a different opinion of what what yacht rock is like if i was to ask you guys like christian what what would you what is yacht rock to you i i don't even know really like first just hearing it i'm like well you'd probably play jimmy buffett but that seems like a little low tier so maybe like a barry manilow i don't even know really I mean, like, the the accepted, a lot of, like, the accepted big hitters are, like, Hall & Oates and Fleetwood Mac. Okay. And Christopher Cross, like yeah. you mentioned. I feel like the the Fleetwood Macs and Hall & Oates, they have a little bit more variety because they get a little poppy. Mm-hmm. I feel like Christopher Cross is, like, I live in San Diego Harbor, and this is all I care about. Is <laughs> white wine, fucking shrimps, and fucking yacht rock. Fucking st- strange boat sluts yeah um <laughs> it's a very specific uh kind of ambience that you have to pull with a uh, yacht rock a barnacled american um I, I think like the poster child for yacht rock though is probably toto's africa i can see that yeah yeah it's like it's just groovy enough that like it doesn't make white people uncomfortable but you know it it it's not it's not too too soft yeah it's essentially just like disco on vacation yeah it's disco it's it's after the disco yeah is this because you're you're trying to get your ducks in a row for when you actually have a yacht so you're oh yeah 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 into this scenario i feel like i feel like once i get a yacht all the other yachtsmen are gonna probably barrage me with questions and gatekeeping so i need to really go into it like oh i see you bought a boat uh name your top yacht rock (laughs) artist (laughs) Who do you think is the seminal yacht rock artist? Oh, you have a boat, huh? Name all the boats. 
<laughs> I'll be like, uh, banana. Fishing? I don't, what? Fishing. Well, that uh, that clash you spoke of, your your doom and white wine, is a... Uh, is an unexpected take, and it's sort of why we we wanted to have you on here because you're you know, I don't know you're you're just full of surprises. Like I your culture, you clearly went to college. Yeah. yeah. And speaking <laughs> of college, you were in a frat, which is a world that Sean and I really don't know a lot about. But and we have like I think a lot of preconceived misconceptions about it. We've seen movies. Based off, yeah. yeah, exactly. Based off movies, and just you know news stories and things like, yeah. like this. It was all correct. <laughs> <laughs> the depths well, of humanity. Literally everything you probably think is probably correct in some right. way or another. How many date rapes have you <laughs> have you responsible for? Um, legally? <laughs> or like... No. Ew. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zero. Podcast over. <laughs> no one I know, no one I know and am friends with has ever been accused of, of rape. So I will I'll put that out there. Well, that's good. Uh, so, like, Sean, like you said, you've gotten kicked out of a frat. Yeah. So, uh, my buddy went to Michigan State University, uh, just a terrible place in Is East Lansing, Ana- Michigan. Oh, it's not Ann. What's in Ann Arbor? Uh, Michigan. Okay. Right. Very, very distinguished difference. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we went to one party, and uh, we were just hanging out like in the corner, uh, drinking red cups. You know, like as. You've, you've seen, seen movies. You've seen movies. That's just an American standard. Right yeah. There. And uh, some guys just didn't like us being there, so they kicked us out for no other reason than like, hey, what are you doing here? Who do you know? Leave. And then we got kicked out because we were two dudes and there was not enough girls. Two. There. Yeah. Like when we would get kicked out, at least it's because we had a whole fucking crew of dirt bags. But like, yeah. Anyway, how did you even like what made you want to join a frat? How did you choose the frat? What? How um, did it go? This. <laughs> I, this is about how easy it was is I got to college and I was like man frats are stupid and then I got to the dorms and I made friends with still to this day you know one of my best friends um, he's like hey man uh, my other friend he, his brother was in this frat he's a legacy and we're gonna go to their party tonight you should come with and I was like eh he said come on I'm like alright so we show up and we're hanging out in the backyard, and they had like a tub of beers. And I was like, "What? They're just giving beers you can away? Just put this I, beer I, into a tub?" I remember I like I like inched closer and closer to the tub, and like took a beer like quick and ran away. Like I skittered away. You're at like your parents' party, and but you're and, like, uh, and and I remember meeting one of the guys. Like, yeah, have, have, they're here for guests. Have beers. Yeah. These are the the guest beers. I'm like, thanks, man. Guest beers. And so you I'm know, just gonna drinking. pop by and grab seven more of these. And uh, yeah, I'm like, oh well, in that case, just. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was a pretty fun party. Like, it packed out. It was a good time. There was dancing and drinking and uh, a lot of booze and chicks. And I remember the moment because my friend was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to rush this fraternity. I was like, oh, word. And I remember specifically the moment when I realized I was like, I'm going to give this a try is when a, a woman, a young gal, came out onto the balcony and she showed the whole party her boobs. And I thought... <laughs> I think this, this is for me. This is I it. think I can I can this, gain something this from this. This must be the place. Of the college <laughs> yeah. experience is balconies and breasts. I was like, yeah. you know what? I got nothing going on. I'll just uh It's a good a thing shot. you never went to New Orleans because you would be living there now. Oh yeah, I'd be the mayor. <laughs> yeah. I'd be the mayor of New Orleans. I <laughs> first thing, wait, what? That's it. Huh? Selling everything. They do what for beads? <laughs> 
the fuck California. It's I'm gonna go live on It's 11:30 on a Tuesday, and I just saw bare breasts in the in in the sky. Yeah, I had to wade through vomit, and I'm coated in sweat from 24 hours a day. But uh, you know, might as well just move on down here. Yeah, yeah. There was a 60 year old woman's chap biker tits, but you know, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Sure, everything smells like uh, off seafood. Don't worry about it. Mm. Bill did get enchanted with. New Orleans, and he did throw out that he. I'm, I'm moving down here. Southern women are fucking insane. I'm. Yeah. They're so nice. <laughs> I feel like it's it's the vacation thing where yeah everything feels great while you're there because you're on vacation. You're like I'm gonna move here, and then mm-hmm. you realize oh, I have to go to the grocery store, and I just stepped in vomit. You get there, and then like you realize you're now subject to like that city's you know laws and taxes and weird quirks and shit. Yeah, uh, you're over that noise. But yeah, so I uh, I joined. It was uh, it was one of those things very out of character for me. Um, but I did it, and like looking back on it, everything like I don't think I would do it again. There was a lot of lot of it was me just trying to fit in. I feel like, but um, I met some pretty cool people. I'm still friends with to this day. I met a lot of douchebags, a lot of douchebags, but um, met some really solid people at the same time. And it's like, uh, I mean, maybe ours was kind of unique in the way that we. We, like, in some ways were insanely typical uh, fraternity, but in other ways we were just, like, a fucking roving band of savages that just were, like, we just, we were kind of just, like, this hurricane that would Mm -hmm. descend on shit. And uh, I think the only thing fratty about us was, like, you know, the fact that it was a fraternity and we, you know, had, like, our rituals and stuff like that. But otherwise, I think we are just a bunch of dudes who wanted to drink, drug, and fuck. I feel like I've heard that story a few times. Yeah. People like, I'm not into that kind of bro-y lifestyle, but it just hit me at the right time. And like being at a new school and you don't really know where you're at, like any yeah. people there, you're like, this seems like the easiest way to well, kind of. I mean, like, yeah, like after when you after high school, did you have like a like I always ask people, was there like that house where everyone hung out at and like shit went down and it was like the party house and like, yeah, yeah and there's like a crew. It was kind of like that. But excuse me but um it was like that but we you know paid dues for a semester and that all went to like booze and food and stuff so were there like a thing of like all the older brothers that come in because i've heard other situations where they're like just hanging out with people and then like a 35 year old guy would show up and he's like oh yeah i'm from uh (laughs) oh 97 uh, oh dude i i lived at the house for a while um and I lived, I lived in um, there during the summer, and I was just, I came home from work one day, and this guy just rolls up in this like Porsche Boxster, and he's like, hey, he's got a, he's got a thing of beer under his arm. He's like, hey, hey, anyone want to throw some caps? Which caps was like our game, like we would uh, throw caps, uh, Coors Light caps into like party cups, and, and we took it really seriously. Like it was like we'd have tournaments. And it's fun because you drink and it's a fun game and you talk shit. And this guy rolled in. I'm like, uh, hey, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw with you. And he was from, this was like in 2005. He was from like 94 and he was just telling stories like, oh, yeah, that wall over there. It's where fucking like Big Mac fucking barfed on a chick or whatever. Some story. And um, I was mayor going to, now. Yeah, I was going to like a party later and I was like, do you want to cruise with me? He's like, fuck yeah. And he's just. We're, I just got a divorce. I got to get some things out. You're not far off. <laughs> and uh, he and I just and he was like, you know, he had a legit job. And he just this motherfucker just took me under his wing. And for a night, we were just cruising drunk as balls in his <laughs> boxster. He was just pushing it down like 
He was, yeah, it, it was a magical time. We showed up to this party. This girl I was talking to was there, and he's like, oh, what's going on with that girl? I can tell you guys you feeling her. And I'm like, I'm, I mean, like, we hooked up, and he's like, she's just playing cool right now, man. She's playing cool because she let her guard down, and you got to do this. And God damn it, he was correct. Like, his <laughs> advice worked, but. Deborah, my goddamn ex-wife, used to do that yeah. all the time. He's just like, you're the man. You're the man, dog. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I am the man. I am the man. And, uh. <laughs> And yeah, we, I just got drunk with this alumni from like ten years before I me. Mean, he was he was a nice ass dude, and he just disappeared into the ether after that. Yeah, and this is um, just it's a wonderful life for like <laughs> a nineteen year old. He's like, well, it's like I can finally go to heaven now. It's we, your angel that just comes in. He's like, you're the man, dog. Yeah, there there would there would be alumni would pop in periodically. Like if they were local, sometimes they would like show up like once in a while. Not you know. A lot of the times, the older guys wouldn't come to parties just because they're like, I don't want to be that creepy guy. But there was a few who had no problem, no problem yeah. being that creepy guy. <laughs> and they did all right for themselves because, I, I don't know, they had a system. But uh, Hey, I got my own Porsche. There cool. Comes, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, when I, I mean, like, that, that was an extreme circumstance, a guy 10 yeah. years older, but there'd be guys a couple years out who'd show up. And, you know, we all kind of would pop back in once in a while just to see what's going on. So do you, like, still kind of have, a, like, a relationship with that? type thing no. now i mean i have like i have um i have like f- three four got like guys who i was in it with uh who i'm like in a group text with and we still talk every day but i don't have like a re- relationship with it anymore like i don't do any of the alumni stuff i don't really want to yeah I, that chapter's closed on my life and like yeah no. That's kind of how I feel about college. Anything college stuff now. And like, I went to an art school, so it was about as boring as you can imagine. But yeah. even then, they're like, hey, come back for this. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. It's pastels week. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on and uh, take a photography class. No. No, I um, I think about it every once in a while, but then I'm like, nah, man. That's, it's, I'm done with that. We're yeah. Good. That chapter's closed. And you went to college just here in Long Beach. So yeah. it's oh, like, yeah. it wouldn't be hard if you wanted to do it. You gotta if you, and now if you want the real stories, you gotta censor that uh, that one out. I don't want to like uh, oh. legal issues on anyone. Oh okay. No, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're good. I mean, our listenership of forty, they yeah, have they're deeply connected. So. Yeah, we'll we'll bleep that out <clears throat> just in case. We'll we'll go back if I tell something. <laughs> Patreon. If I if I tell something that I'm like, oh fuck, that's yeah. has definite legal ramifications. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Continue. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, but, yeah, the can- our our anyway. chapter our chapter got booted off campus after i left anyways so for i don't know i think they had like a party when they weren't supposed to or some shit but in the age of like we pushed so we really like we pushed it really hard with the school like we i mean there's every school has got their air quotes animal house and that was us where we just really really pushed it and finally after we like i had left they finally pushed it too far and lost their charter but um, your frat got uh, booted off the chapter. They lost their charter. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't remember what happened exactly, but I think they had already gotten in trouble for something, and then they threw a party. Um, I was lucky enough to be in it when smartphones weren't a thing. I feel like we all dodged a bullet. Oh, oh absolutely. God. With uh, you have everyone that. getting canceled. Like, I mean, not that we did anything like that bad, but like, Dude. you know. <laughs> You don't think it's that bad, and then you know, fast forward twenty years, and you're like, "Oh, my career that isn't non-existent is also over." So yeah, I yeah, I, if I 
there's no way I can run for any kind of political office just off of people's uh, stories alone. I feel like yeah, like if somebody pulled up the shit you would say under my even on MySpace or something where you're just fucking with your friends like in high school or college or whatever, like we'd all we'd all be dist- everybody's done. Every man, I don't know that women were really yeah. Women were way more like less often, but just way more uh, aggressive. Like they would just ruin a girl. <laughs> yeah, high yeah. Speaking of oh, what, uh, speaking of girls, what a lot of people don't know is uh, sorority girls are absolute savages. <laughs> Let's get we'll get into drinking here because this is a drinking podcast. Sorority girls are absolute animals. A lot of people won't tell you this. Because uh, here, they're not allowed to drink at their sorority houses. It's one of the yeah. rules. Yeah. Is that so a thing where you can't, like, sororities can't throw parties or yeah, some shit? Yeah. They want to, they. I I'm basing all of this on Neighbors 2, the the, <laughs> the amazing movie with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, so they, I, I don't know how true to form that is, but. I, I'm pretty sure it's. It's somewhat universal. Is they they can't have parties. They're not air quotes supposed to drink. I mean, they'll you know the girls are like drink at their houses yeah. a little bit, but they have to like keep it down. Like who's enforcing that? Is it like oh they'll have like a, a house mom or they'll have someone in charge of that, and they'll 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 like drink a little bit at the houses, but they they have to keep the house like in order, and they want to maintain you know like a certain image. That being said, uh, they would come to our house whenever they wanted and just get fucking wrecked and cause a fucking ruckus and uh there's nothing that can cause a ruckus quite like an 18 to 21 year old woman <laughs> like uh, like our just they, destroy they you emotionally drink financially your booze, wreck the joint not give a shit and leave and we're like is this just like locust fuck <laughs> what plague is this but um yeah I feel like that was kind of my mode in, in college parties where I'm like, I don't want to throw a party at my house because I know shit will get stolen and people destroy this place. Oh, yeah. Let's go to somebody else's house. It'd be all now. fucking wild animals. So I lived in um, our, our house was a, a, a quadplex and they, they, they eventually knocked down the walls between them so that um, it would be like, you know, it wouldn't you wouldn't have to like walk outside to go to different ones. But when I was there, I was in the backyard unit where during a party, like, um, my bathroom was one of two bathrooms you could use uh, downstairs, and I've seen some shit, man. I've seen, uh, I've come in, and all the toilet paper's gone, and girls started, started using Lysol wipes. I've seen <laughs> shit on my shower curtains. Um, I have seen the toilet paper roll just soaked because there's nothing left. And then I remember one time I was waiting in line to use my bathroom, my fucking bathroom, and the door opens. Like, the just some drunk girl spills out. The door opens. There's a girl pissing on the toilet, and another girl's just hanging her ass over into the bathtub pissing. And I'm just like, Christ on a fucking cracker, you fucking animals. But, uh, I mean, I don't blame I mean, them. Like, dudes our, don't do that. They, they, yeah. Like, God we bless them. our turn. God bless them for showing up. And, I feel and, like I've pissed in enough sinks because there wasn't another absolutely. option, so I can't really oh, we, yeah. look down on that. Drew I, uses the bathroom in the morning, and I'll go out and piss in the yard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've, I've had that with roommates. We're roommates in the shower or something, and I'm like, well, I got to piss, so I'm going to go hit the fence. I shit in a shoebox <laughs> when I live with Sean because it's like things are happening. Yeah. Well, that's just because you Get grew up watching skate videos. <laughs> litter box. Yeah, I made my own litter box. Just 
Real real peach of a guy. Just wake up to, we'll take forever in the goddamn shower. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of pissing and shitting in places that shouldn't have been. We uh we had so what would happen is we would take um we you go through rush and that's for like for the fraternities and sororities where people show up who are interested in joining and like they come and they try to meet people and if and if we're like ah oh, you're a good fit you get what's called a bid and that means like here we would like you to come pledge so you get the bid and at the end of rush week we take everyone we gave a bid to and we go. And what we do is called pref dinner, where we like rent out some place and we, you know, you drink and eat and dance. And it's basically just like a big party. And we had one <laughs> at a golf course at a clubhouse, I remember. They did not ask us back, but um, my friend. <laughs> so it was a success. A good friend of mine, uh, still to this day, great friend. I was walking down the hallway towards the bathroom and he just fucking falls out of a broom closet. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on here? He's like, well. There was a drain in the floor, so I took a shit on it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, did you? He's like, yeah. And uh, that was apparently that wasn't even the biggest problem for them. There's just a lot of people fucking. They're like, the golf that course. happens. That happens all the time. <laughs> a lot of people fucking on the golf course. They weren't cool with that. We, oh my god, we we rarely got asked. They rarely let us back anywhere. Just burning bridges left and right. <laughs> we would go on uh, a weekender at the end of the year, and we'd go out to, like, Palm Springs. And I remember the first time there had been, like, a few years where it didn't happen, and we'd start doing it again. And we show up in Palm Desert to this, like, little, weird, quirky hotel in, in Desert Hot Springs. And there's just families there with kids and shit, and we all just pile in there like a fucking 80s movie is, like, carrying kegs and shit. <laughs> Just cannonballing, throwing the keg in the water. And by the end of the weekend, you couldn't see the bottom of the pool from just piss, booze, sunscreen. Uh, I, I don't even know what else was in there. We were up on the fucking roof of this place doing drugs. <laughs> fucking people are almost getting in fights with other other guests. There's just I remember at one point just being hammered and just seeing a little kid next to the pool holding a cat. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here anymore. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that's uh, someone. Some one dude woke up and and this, his story was there was a midget trying to jack me off, <laughs> and we're like, why didn't you let let her jack out? He's like, it was a dude. And I'm like, where where was this dude midget? Someone at a certain point just spun. It looked like someone spun in a circle in one of the bathrooms and just shit on everything, like in a yeah. Just a shit tornado. Yeah. We were just pestilence upon the land, man. I feel like that can be applied for anyone who drinks alcohol between the ages of like 22 and 26. Exactly. Yeah. We just Especially were organized. In groups. Yeah. Yeah. You just had. We a, had a treasurer. You, had a you just had like a uh, military system of like chain of command. So yeah. it was like, we're planning. We got these dates we got to hit. We got to do these things and we have to be social. So. Oh my God, man! Yeah, it it basically that. Yeah, we the difference between us and you guys is we have a meeting on Mondays, <laughs> yeah, and a budget, <laughs> and we had barely had neither. a budget. It was we just, had somebody that kind of was the last to get wasted, yeah, and was like, oh shit, I guess I'll try to make sure nobody dies tonight. Because yeah. we had that like in uh, in Michigan, and we'd have like these huge parties like on the on the lake and shit, and everyone would just be black out, but somebody would have to be like. All right, I'm not that drunk. I'll drive you guys home. Type of thing. So I'm the least drunk. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the Midwest. I mean, it's like you're, if you're browned out, you're the soberest, right? Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, or you have like that one friend, like Ted, who's you know into hardcore and still doesn't drink yet. 
That yeah. was me for most of college. Oh, no. You were that guy? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I DD'd uh, for up until like 22 or 23. This explains a lot about you. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah, it probably does. That's why he's so responsible yeah. now. Yeah, that's why I'm so good at this. <laughs> did you did you, did you call it Breaking Edge or did you just... Uh, um, no, I just had my like... Um, like because I just did it because I was like, I, I don't see the appeal and... You know, I just saw like I just saw the people doing the stupid shit and like having excuses for the mean things they did. And then eventually I was and I also like I had personal reasons growing up. And then at some point I was like, well, I'm my own person. I can figure my shit out. And then just also just a lot of the like straight edge people I was friends with were just like so <clears throat> childish about it because I didn't have a problem if anybody wanted to do whatever with their time and money and body. But like. Just like this childish attitude, like, oh, these fucking idiots, they're having beers. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, like li I remember literally it was one time I, I lived with a couple guys and I was walking home and some people on my block were like, hey, we're having beers. Would you like some? And I was like, oh, no, I don't drink, but thank you so much. And I came home and I told my friend who's like t 10 years older or something. And I was like, yeah, this, our neighbors offered me some beers. And he was like, did you tell them to go fuck themselves? <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, I wouldn't do that. That's uh, why, like, it's rude as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, just that, but that kind of hit me to that fuck. Am I going to be like 40 and think I'm like better than people that like are out having fun with people, like, and get, getting laid and having a fucking great time, having fucking Palomas and. Yeah. yeah. Well, so there's always someone who's gonna like ruin what you're into. Like, as a liberal atheist, I, I like, I'm like, man, <laughs> uh, there's always there's always someone. I'm like, man, can you like I don't calm know down for about. us, please, dude? Yeah. But look at you now, Christian. You're yeah, now look at me. now hosting a podcast look about the booze. Booze. But still, you Weed's haven't legal. no cocaine. So no. you're you, you're doing good, man. I'm staying uh staying true to that one. But yeah, it's funny I, that I've because been I've got this here bag of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Intervention, reverse <laughs> intervention. Reverse intervention. <laughs> you need this. Uh, no. You go to bed way too early, <laughs> yeah. and you're not pulling your weight at the bar. You so. have not talked about wanting to start a band at all with me, <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to go nose deep. You've been this licking Columbia. your gums at all Guys, today. So, as somebody who's proposed a chicken bacon ranch to basically everyone I've ever met, yeah. I think we know that if you add cocaine to that, I will be unrelenting and just productivity goes through the roof. Uh, <laughs> may, yeah, maybe that maybe that is the next step that I like. All right. Christian keeps talking about these businesses and T-shirt ideas and stickers and koozies, but he needs the cocaine to make it. Yeah, happen. Th yeah. the day you start doing coke is the day I stop hanging out with you. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think 30, 36. Haven't done it. I think. I'm, yeah, I know. I've I, been around it. I mean, unless you're just waiting to to have the bank budget for it, where you're like, well, now I'm I'm financially to a point in the in my life where I can afford this. If I financially get to that point, that money is literally going to the chicken bacon ranch. Yeah. I'm like just ferreting away, putting it in a Roth, waiting six years. I'm like it's gonna mature. I can take it out, no penalties, down payment. Pay. Or you can feel like you can do anything for one night. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and then you cannot sleep in at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. when you're in a warm bath to try to fall asleep, you can just regret everything you've ever done. Yeah, that's the crippling lows that I've heard of after a Coke binge. See, are the probably besides the price are the the biggest deterrent cuz I already get pretty low yeah. and like I don't need to dig out a new low, like uh, a new layer. I don't need this. to find a new rock. Yeah, bottom. Like, 
after a, actually after a uh, after a frat party at the house, I remember very specifically it being six thirty in the morning, and me and my friend uh, had done a lot of blow, and uh, I was relatively new to it at the time. And then us just being me being like, we were back at my apartment. I was like, hey, you want to go in our hot tub? <laughs> and we and he's like, yeah, let's go in the hot tub. And we get in the hot tub, and it's just lukewarm as the sun's coming up and we're just sitting in there and we're just coming down and it's just, just right like screenplays left yeah. and right this, this just it was sounds, so depressing it sounds like a coming to god moment oh like, my, what yeah. the fuck am god. i doing it's six o'clock in the morning i'm in a hot tub with a dude <laughs> there oh my god man that's why if you're gonna do coke like coke is dangerous because if you're gonna do it you need to keep drinking so that when you finally wear the coke wears off, you're like got the booze to just like take you down a little to bit. To make sure you can drive home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got to get all the way to Ypsilanti. I got to be uh, a. <laughs> yeah. But uh. I've just never seen it in. It's not worth it, man. I, I just have never seen it being uh, done in a way where I'm like, I need to be part of this. All I see is people going to a bathroom in a shitty dive bar. I've said this a lot. I'm repeating yeah. myself. I feel it, like Los Angeles teaches you, like, all aspects of the coke experience from going into a bathroom and seeing, like, four dudes just do coke. And you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be a part of this oh, situation. But and, and my favorite thing about that is, like, I lived in Silver Lake. It's, like, these fuckers who will only buy, like, PBRs and Bud Lights. That's all they drink. But they'll just fucking blow cash on eight balls and then they'll offer it to anyone that comes in the bathroom yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the thing about coke too is it makes it's like you spend all this money but the second you get on it you're like ah, everyone's got yeah. it with which me. i thought was not very neighborly i'm like oh man that's super yeah. nice but i just I, have to use the bathroom i've always because you're in was, the bathroom i'm like that's really cool of you man thank I've, you but yeah i've had dudes all for you just like like you'll go in the bathroom or something you like, you want to do some coffee like, oh, yeah and then be like, hey, man, hey, 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 hey. And they'll, like, take out a receipt and just, like, pour some in a little thing for you. Be like, hey, knock yourself out. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Hey, have I talked about the time I found Coke on a date? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard this story. I went on some, like, app date in a fucking uh, Redondo or wherever. And we're out, and we're just having drinks. It was fine. There was no real connection yet. And there was a dollar on the ground that was like folded up like origami. Oh, and I'm like, oh, sweet money. And then I open it up and I'm like, there's just drugs. I assume it was Coke. And the girl I was with, she's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you want this? I'm not going to do I it. I didn't she's really like, like you before. You I will take dollar, it. But uh... she starts sweating and like scratching. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, where's uh... this night going? <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to text somebody to make sure that this is like good. Or like okay. Hold on, I'm gonna FaceTime someone so they can look at this Coke. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rick, is this good Coke? Yeah. I'm gonna treat this like an antique sign that I found in a barn. Does it make uh, your I need face to talk to an expert. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I gave that to her and Pawn Stars. That never shit. talked to her again. <laughs> Essentially, that was the long and short of it. But um, I was uh, on a New Year's at a, a restaurant that um, a bunch of my friends had worked at uh, that will remain nameless. <laughs> um. They had like Arby's. a big New Year's event, and um, a bunch of us were there. And my friend had brought a bag of coke in, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to party?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know I do." And uh, we we were we were doing the drugs, and at a certain point, he's like, "Oh fuck, man, I lost the drugs," <laughs> and we're like, "No!" So we retrace his yeah. steps, 
and we literally are walking across this crowded dance floor, tracing his steps. Like, we're not even paying attention to the fact that there's people dancing. The bag is just there being trampled on by people dancing. <laughs> he, like, scoops it up, gets it, and we leave. We're like, thank God. Just got predator vision. Just Oh, yeah. But, uh, man, I haven't touched Coke in a long time. That is just one of those drugs that the come down is just not worth it. Yeah, I don't think I could take it. And also, like, I don't know, man. Just, like, seeing the people, they just fiend for it. And, like, our one buddy didn't want his wife to find out that he was doing it. So he, like, got wasted and ended up burying it in the mulch of this Mexican <laughs> restaurant. And he's like, I'll come get it later. And I'm like, like this, seems, this isn't adult behavior. This seems like a recovery story. I'm like, this, I, uh, is it intervention time? Because, like. Man, like people, like there are like with coke and cartels and shit, there are people getting their fucking heads cut off for yeah, this shit. Yeah, that's another thing, man. Like, like, unless you're know and vouch for the guy or person or whatever you're getting it from, it's locally sourced. Yeah, yeah is this fair trade? Fair cocaine? trade, <laughs> cocaina. But you do need to trust the person you're getting it from because, like, uh, you know, uh, shit. There is fentanyl involved with shit, and yeah. it, it, like. For instance, something just happened in San Francisco. Somebody went to buy uh, Coke in the Tenderloin. I don't think it was somebody he knew or vouched for. They sold him an entire bag of fentanyl so that he would pass out or die. He died, and they robbed him and for 50 bucks and an iPhone, essentially. They killed Jesus. this fucking dude. That seems, yeah, that's... I feel. I mean, that's a, so that's much a, to the, yeah. It's an absolute horror story. Yeah. And, like, the whole fentanyl thing doesn't even really make sense because fentanyl is more expensive than cocaine. So it's like... Why they're but if you dilute it or if you're only putting a little bit, maybe you know it evens out. They, I'm sure they've done the cost benefit analysis, yeah. But regardless, it's like I, I don't have any real the only reason that I would even consider doing coke is because I get tired and I want to go home, or so you're like, partying oh, with like Motley Crue or something, yeah. Or like you're at the tit, tits out fucking supermodel party at the fucking uh Playboy Mansion, and yeah, it's I like, think I all right. See, Here we go. Hollywood been, Hills. I've been into too many conversations with people high in Coke where I'm like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be like cornering people in like a conversation about like early 90s uh, sitcoms. Yeah, I feel like families. I already get like that on booze. When I get like really hammered, I'm just like, oh, yeah, let's fucking do that. Oh, let's, oh my, get so many ideas. Yeah. Like I check my text messages in the morning. I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Why did I? You know what's And the, this is the worst part about cocaine is it affects your dopamine just like uh, booze. So I've always described it as you're literally getting drunk without like any of the impairment. So just imagine a drunk person who's not like slurring or slowing down. They're just <laughs> getting faster. Yeah. Just smacking their gums. At More you clearly. Yeah. Their confidence is through the fucking roof. Yeah. Ugh, Love that. Yeah. I'm getting stressed just thinking about cocaine. <laughs> Shit. Let's get back to Keystone Lights. <laughs> yeah. Back to binge drinking. Yeah, what was like in college, or if you didn't go to college around that time, what was like your shitty beer you just you never want to touch again? Paps. Paps? No more. <laughs> ours. So ours was Keystone at the frat house because there was a Rite Aid around the corner that it was five dollars for a twelver, and they just didn't card. So you just cruise over and get one of those under your arm, and it was good times. Yeah, ours was always Paps because like in Northern Michigan, we'd take it like to a field. Yeah. And just that's the only place to go so uh, the old field lots of times on the beach too where you just have a 30 pack of paps buried in the sand hopefully it doesn't get too hot and uh that's all you have because we didn't invest in coolers or anything but yeah well you didn't think that far ahead because you're you know you're 19 and you're gonna live forever yeah that's true uh, yangling was also big 
big one. Didn't they recently like piss everyone off for some reason? Mm. Um, yeah, I think that I forget what it is exactly, uh, but I think they got bought, and also like they came out as like pro-Trump, like the the people. Mm. It's the oldest uh, brewery in America, and then they came out and they were pro-Trump, which is probably a tax thing and financial, or maybe they like. I, I, his, I thought they I thought it was style. gonna be the opposite. I thought they were gonna be like, oh, Yinling uh, supports gay pride. Quite the opposite. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, my buddy was telling me last night he lives in Pittsburgh that they uh Yinling's uh, on the outs. Yeah, the I mean the people that probably made them the most well, that's not even true. The punk crowd is out on on Yingling, so I don't I know. I feel like Paps show. really leaned into that. They're like we know who our our, our like customer base is, so Yeah. We're just going to make dumb stuff for them we're not gonna try to be the working man's beer anymore we're just gonna be the uh oh i still fuck with pap like i'll still have a paps like it'll make the hangovers brutal but i love a paps because yeah. it tastes like a beer yeah i'll drink it if it's like middle of the day like yeah. eh, here we go we were i mean yeah I, I feel like everyone really leaned into paps for a while yeah. especially you know long beach and uh portland like well it used to be like the ubiquitous like cheap beer so it's like if i you know it's i'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a couple to five to seven to twelve to, to thirty. 12. So I I'll might as well just get thirty this. pack. Might as well get Paps, and then you're like, you do Tecati, which is just like almost Mexican Paps. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican Paps sounds like <laughs> like we should make that shirt. That should be your guys's like merch is uh, Tecati Mexican Paps. The uh, just the Tecati logo. That parking lot junk. Yeah. <laughs> um, we used. To, uh, do you guys have any like crazy like? But for instance, like weird, not, I wouldn't even call it a cocktail, but like a drink potion you would ever do. Like for instance, like brass monkey or uh, uh carib. What is the, the tech nine song caribou Lou or any of those or uh, no, I think that's a little, that's a little above my creativity level for <laughs> just like, Oh, I'll just keep drinking these beers. They, uh, yeah. they do. I it, just partied at skate houses and it was just like, bring, bring whiskey, bring beer. I mean, I drank whiskey Cokes a lot and, but I didn't. If I had to make it, I wasn't bringing it okay. to a party. Yeah. Like it was just like bring beer, let's get out of hand. Let's get, bring beer, let's get out of hand. Should honest, that should be your guys's <laughs> motto. We would do. Uh, we would have a night once a semester. It was like a, like a, thing we would do with uh, pledges, and um, we would drink this drink. We called it blood juice. I think it's from a Tupac song. And uh, let me tell you about this concoction. You get yourself a 40 of oldie, the finest malt liquor. Uh, you drink that down to the label, and then you get uh, Night Train wine. Are you guys familiar with Night Train? No. That sounds is that a fortified wine? Like Night Train dog? is a fortified wine that Guns N' Roses wrote a song oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> Night Train. I'm on a Night Train. That song is probably the most accurate representation <laughs> of Night Train. Um, you fill the rest up with Night Train, and then you get a cap full of uh, red Kool-Aid, cherry, strawberry, whatever you want. You dump it in there. Bunch. <laughs> Melted popsicles. Screw the top on. You shake it up real good. You put it in the freezer for 15 minutes. Then you tape it to your hand and you drink it. And there's something about that weird nuclear fusion of uh, chemicals in there. It just does something to you that makes you the rowdiest human being. <laughs> we would, Turns uh, you directly into Florida Man. You and, uh, yeah, oh, you it's bath salts that you can drink. <laughs> I, I jumped off a balcony on top to a U-Haul one time. 
we because we would end up on the beach on this night and and it it was like this part of our uh like ritual thing we would do and we were supposed to like be doing stuff like having the pledges do stuff but like half the time we all would just be wrestling each other just fucking going bananas. <laughs> all right now this is the frat life that yeah, I'm yeah. More we would just be of. wrecked on this shit people would be like fucking foot race go and then like like wrestling jumping in the water just barfing up like this fucking red shit everywhere it looked like d-day out there and we were just screaming and yelling and uh we would uh haul play like whenever we needed to get a bunch of pledges somewhere together like we would just rent a u-haul and put them in the back <laughs> you know and i remember way. and i remember specifically they're all in there i'm up on that top shelf thing you know oh, God. i'm up there hammered like <laughs> just having a good time like just talking at them they're all terrified they don't know what the fuck's going on and i'm like you got hey man this would be so much fun Hey, look at you, Mike. You're a good dude. You're a good dude. Oh, here I come. Good. I'm going to crowd surf you. And I like come down and surf on top of them. They're just like, what is going on? And they wouldn't know where they're going. We open it up. They'd be at the beach. Like, run, run, get in the water. They're like, uh, don't kill me. And then, uh, oh my God. I remember one time I, I drank blood juice and I came back to my apartment later that night. My buddy came over and I just pulled out my balls and chased him with my balls. <laughs> See, and then I slept, and then some I fell of the asleep. stereotypes are true. I fell yeah. asleep on the on the floor, and my roommate just put a blanket on me and turned on the radio next to me. That seems like we the first time I ever really got into like bourbon. Uh, we were at this house party, and they were handing out uh, I think it was like Miller Lite or something. But we're just like we got way too drunk on whiskey at like eight o'clock, yes. and they were being dicks to us like, "Hey, you guys kind of have to leave." So we took a bunch of like the beer that they're hanging out, they're handing out, and we just threw it at their garage door. <laughs> and uh, that's when I'm like, "Whoa, things are yeah. things are escalating too quickly." But for essentially, this. the only difference between that and Rob's story is just having some Greek letters involved. That's true, and being organized. Yeah. So it's like the fr- I, like, why is it just movies? Like, why does do frats have this like jock fucking like broy? I mean, a lot of them are, and ma- like you're, you know. Yours is out here, so it might be. Maybe it's not the same back east where it's just that blue bud like that Michigan State grandfather like fucking they just had yeah. power where they're like we like if kick you, anybody out like at a, all so. like a Yale frat or like yeah, fucking we weren't that like we we weren't at like USC or like a prestigious school yeah. so we had a lot of like we had a it was a mixed bag dude we had a lot of skaters we had a few like jocks see. We had like um, you might not be the, uh, the I'm not the quintessential. I didn't right. join like oh my father was in yeah like that's in, uh, that's the vibe Phi Alpha Gamma and my uh, yeah like the 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 um, every fucking villain in any movie that involves frats so old school we, fucking we were Caddyshack the, yeah like we were we would be more the Delta House in in um, Animal House like we would have uh, we always talked shit on that frat and we'd go egg their house. Which we have done. <laughs> I oh man, we um. Is that the worst you've done? I I remember specifically uh, we've done. There's some. There's a few things I'm not gonna say we've done. Just <laughs> some statutory limitations. There, 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 there's uh, a there's a there's a few breaking and enterings and uh, <laughs> some real like in retrospect I'm like wow that all was right, really this is sketchy. gonna be available on Patreon. Yeah, but we're there's gonna blurp out. What if crime? you guys ever get a Patreon, I'll come back and I will tell you guys the uncut <laughs> shit. But um, I mean, today's the day, baby. What what I I mean this is this is kind of like this is just kind of good clean fun. Is what I did is I took we had like twenty five pledges 
and uh, I took all of them and we went to Rite Aid and we got all the toilet paper possible and we just went to every sorority house and you give 25 dudes two rolls of toilet paper each in about 30 seconds you have mummy wrapped the house it is still to this day it sounds like like oh who gives a shit like it's still to this day one of the most glorious things i've ever <laughs> seen in my life it's just fucking toilet paper rolls getting thrown it looks like fireworks going over this house and you're in and out in one minute and you just get out of there and it takes them months to clean up like that kind of <laughs> shit i loved doing that like just like good hearted yeah. old-fashioned pranks and shit we yeah. did that in high school, and then as we were finished eating up, it started to pour into rain. We're like, oh, yeah. oh we just made this way worse. Oh, <laughs> perfect timing. And we just like, left, and that was that. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, back and forth, uh, like stealing shit. The sororities would always steal shit from us, and we'd steal from that. Like, you would have um, composites, which is like your, like, it's the big old team photo thing of, like, everyone's picture in the fraternity. And there was a lot of, like, stealing those, and you'd go steal them back where they are mascot it was a lion so we would always have those like little cement lions and they would steal the little ones and shit and then that you could see how as drunk dudes we might have taken it too far in stealing shit tends to happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> patreon patreon yeah <laughs> breaking and entering yeah um the cr- the crimes of a west coast frat <laughs> oh we uh we got in like a weird beef with the water polo team like <laughs> I was. This is a frat story. I wasn't. Yeah. A, I wasn't a part of. I. I don't remember mm. how it started, but like, I think a fight broke out at a party. One. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, one of our dudes like literally jumped off the staircase, like did a flying punch oh, and a super broke punch. a guy's jaw. Now this is. He's a big dude. He was. He was roiding too. He was a big dude. <laughs> Bro. This was his first fight too and he broke this guy's jaw this is how we do it we get yeah. way up high we jump off of yeah. second floor I, I i am still to this day so mad i didn't see this fucking wwf flying <laughs> punch knock fucking break a jaw and from there on out it was like this like feud and i remember these fucking dumbasses stole one of our cement lions like they're about they're about yay big you can get them at like a lot of garden stores and their their big prank was like let's throw it in our pool and they threw it in their pool and cracked the pool. <laughs> and then it was we showed them. Yeah, there'd be there'd be the occasional just drunken brawl here and there, but that was probably the most serious thing that happened. A couple bar fights randomly, but yeah. But again, like it's there was a period where there was like a, actually a lot of fights, and then we we had at a meeting we're like, hey, we really need to like not do well, this. Well, it's anymore. like you get a group yeah. of guys out going out all the time, yeah. especially in groups, and it's just like. It, you know, it we, is about like a resource scarcity. There's not that many chicks, and if you're going out in a group of twenty, I can honestly say this. Like, and I'm not, I'm not even being biased. We weren't, we weren't ever like using numbers to intimidate or anything. We always were just like, let's go somewhere and get drunk and have a good time. Yeah. So if a fight broke out, like if a brawl or fight ever broke out, you know, eight times out of ten, we didn't start it. Well, it's also like if you're in your group, like I don't think most people have that mentality where it's just like let's go out and intimidate. It's unless just like, you live in San Clemente, but yeah. even oh even yeah, then, unless you're in Orange County yeah. for sure. Even then, I'm kind of con- I'm kind of wondering because it's like, all right, you're a group of Marines. You're like, yeah, let's go fucking party, and just like you are intimidating. So a group of you is going to be intimidating, whether you intend to or not. Like some dudes for sure flex a little harder, but it's well, it not. also escalates too, where you're like, I'm with my dudes, like. 
I'm going to try to fight this dude or some shit like that where just because mm. like other guys are there. Or it's like, you know, some guy pulls his ass out to your girlfriend while they're playing pool at the 4th of July and you know, next That's thing, hilarious, you know, <laughs> who knows? We, I mean, it was, there was something knowing though that like, oh, I mean, at this bar, if something goes down like heavy, I at least have like four people I know here scattered around the bar. Yeah. But for the most part, the, it wasn't an issue. And like half, not like most of us weren't like fucking big dudes or anything either. Yeah. So, but there was, you know. But again, not the quintessential well, frat guy. So we're yeah, easing into the frat world with the. Uh, oh, I'm know, just giving. I'm just peeling back the layers a little bit. Just yeah. Peeling back the layers, and uh, yeah. So what was your kind of initiation? Did you get like well, how much is the paddling and whatnot like the hell weeks and <laughs> the, the hazings? Well, I'm I'm not gonna get too deep into that. There was no paddling. Um, luckily. Fingering. A lot of fingering. Okay. A lot of a lot How of many knuckles? a lot of penis and butthole stuff. In or like hot dog? Uh depends on the day. Oh, okay. Given the old chili dog. You do seem no, there was <laughs> seem like you'd be an elastic kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I snap back. Um no, there, there's there's a fair amount of hazing going on. I'm not gonna get into that because that's like Patreon, baby. Yeah, <laughs> even on Patreon, I can't get into that. <laughs> yeah, legally, 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 and just I. It, yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah. but yeah, there's a there was a lot, a metric fuck ton of hazing, especially with us. We were very, uh, yeah, we were really into that. I tried shit. to play high school football, so I feel like I was introduced to a small window of that type yeah. of stuff and i'm like man if this is what adulthood's like uh i'm done dude i've heard f- i've heard some like shit from football team hazing and i'm like nope yeah and we weren't like a good football team so it wasn't like yeah. we had a lot of people kind of that like, you're willing complex. to yeah you're willing to put up with it like, yeah well it's gonna be worth it to make the team because it's gonna yeah it was just like a couple dudes were like what the fuck are you doing um there was the one thing though, uh, you know, what we didn't have was there's no alcohol hazing, like that you were never like fucking drink this like fucking handle or anything. And um, well, first of all, that shit's dangerous and shit. That's yeah, how people it's, die. It's probably a legal situation. But <laughs> the like, second of all, the few times when you're being hazed as a pledge, like every once in a while, there'd be like a cool, there'd be like the cool bros who would like they'd walk up and be like, hey, drink this, you stupid piece of shit, and they'd hand you a beer like as like just to be like, come on. Just have a beer. It'll be like I know this sucks. Have a beer. So yeah. you can be like, oh no, and you'd like drink the beer, and then like you know there'd be a few of those guys who'd like come up and be like, hey, stupid piece of shit. Here, have some, have some whiskey. Just take a take a rip. And you'd be yeah. like, thank you. And after a while, like if you get buzzed enough while you're getting hazed, you just it just becomes silly, <laughs> and you aren't taking it seriously. And so I think a lot of the time it's like, no, we want them to take this seriously. This is not fun. So. You know what is not fun is getting hazed when you're high, though. Holy hell. No. I bet. But uh, I don't like talking to people when I'm yeah. high, so I can't imagine. So I we we weren't even allowed to. Rarely do it. Yeah. We weren't allowed to have kegs at our school either. Like, it was against, uh, I think it's might be a California thing. I don't know what the, the deal is with that, but um, oh, I think it was no like. No big clips and no kegs at frats. Thanks a lot, liberal California. <laughs> I think the, the they're. The story everyone was always told was that, like, some frat dude tried to tap a keg with a screwdriver and a hammer, and it, like, blew his brains out or some bullshit. But I think it was just, like, they didn't want – I think it was, like, a thing about, like, oh, that's – too too many underage kids can get beers, which is dumb because yeah. 
every time we would have a party, um, we would always have a bar inside and I would always be like, I will work for a shift. And I was like, you know, 18, 19. And I just rack cups up and just like dump a fucking handle of booze and three, like people be like, I'll be like, what do you want? They're like, Oh, let me get a monster vodka. And I'm like, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five, one. Yeah. And just, <laughs> yeah. Talk about getting fucking underage kids drunk. I got a lot of them hammered myself included. We had a, a field party, which is exactly how it sounds. Um, where a Midwest frat party. Some people got underage people bought a keg and with the keg at the time, Labatt beer used to have a mascot that was just a, a shitty bear costume. Mm. Um, and they Labatt blue. Yeah. They would give out the bear costume if you rented a or got a keg or whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. So like a bunch of teenagers showed up with a full keg to an empty field and a guy in a bear costume. And I'm like, somebody's going to get shot by a, a hunter <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> he got raped by a bear. <laughs> yeah. He got raped by a real horny bear. And now that's all he does. That's it. Uh, he works for the DNR and uh, that's it. He gets fucked by bears, that big bear dick. Yep. Big bear dick. That's like, you know, like, what is it, like big tobacco? Big bear dick. <laughs> He's being haunted by big bear dick. <clears throat> but uh, shit, what was I talking about? Yeah, no kegs. Uh, the hazing. Yeah, there's there plenty of that. Um, no paddling, though, or nothing. We never had to do anything, air quotes, gay, which was, you know nice did you have any gay members openly uh, were you allowed to be gay what's what's crazy is when i joined uh the president at the time uh everyone's like oh like girls were obsessed with him he was like the coolest dude ever and there's just a lot of like low rumblings of he's gay and <laughs> he's 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 gay he's gay and i and i met this guy i'm like oh he's definitely gay but it's like no nah, he's not gay he pulls so many chicks and he did he pulled a lot of girls now married to a man very gay insanely gay uh there had been another president who was gay um uh, i one of my friends uh, was i we like lost contact but he came out like afterwards but no like openly and like out mm, no there was no like open and out gay guys i think now i mean this i think probably now it would be like way more accepted back then it would i think like a lot of dudes looking back on it like if i if we had a gay member i feel like and he just like came in like yeah i'm gay i think like at first a lot of guys would have been like what? and then after a while i've been like yeah whatever but there there's like there was the periphery guys who'd probably just be like no fuck no but yeah, that's he. I mean, the thing about it is, is he. If you came in, you would just have to know you're about to be subject to about as much roasting as everybody else. So, you gotta have thick skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's definitely one thing the frat will teach you is thick skin because it is a constant roast battle in there. Yeah, that is one thing that you've kept on because like. I, I put my guard down and then Rob shows up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> Rob, Rob's going to be – knives are out when Rob's around. Oh, fuck off. I'm not mean. <laughs> no, no, you're not mean, but, like, it's it's all in good fun. But, like, I – I feel like we had the same type of thing where it was, like, I've had people that come, like, hang out with my group of friends from, like, college and stuff, and they're like, why are you guys so mean to each other? <laughs> because we have terrible. to be. 
because we've never all sat down and agreed to 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 uh, put our guns down. But the, yeah, yeah, there are just some friends that like that's the relationship, and it's like, yeah, you rib me, I rib you, and you you know, it's even and it's fine. It's just like I forget sometimes, and then like when I go home and hang out with like the dudes that I grew up with, and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot, we all just shit on each other all the time. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it seems different via text, but in real life, I'm like. Oh yeah, these do kind of hurt. Maybe I <laughs> <laughs> these guys are cutting right also, to the core. Also, you know me really well, so <laughs> well as as we get older, it's like you don't go for the jugular anymore. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah like and when the, you do, you're like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> if if someone like you 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 know what you know where the like the line is like this is like we can joke about that and, yeah. and shit like that, and you can maybe step over and like bat it a little bit, but like yeah, it, it used to be fucking brutal. Oh yeah. And you were good at it too, because yeah. you were just like practicing at all times. So you were yeah. just constantly just like. I feel so bad. So, like it's a knee jerk reaction all the time too, and I don't like being that dude. But I'm just so like full dude, of venom well, from years of abuse or from well, my yeah. friends. The thing with Sean is like he's just like this mild mannered dude who's just quiet, and then like somebody says something, and Sean has like the perfect fucking zing. Just be like, God damn, he had that like. I realized ready, like, just like pow, pow. being a younger brother yeah. getting picked on my like not even really that picked on but i was like very early i decided like all right find the things that you want to attack of this person <laughs> first time you meet them so they're in your holster when you need them i'm a raptor i'm checking the fences at all times <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's it's uh it's definitely i don't know if you guys feel this too sometimes when you when you meet like a new group of dudes or you're like hanging out like it's definitely like a like a prison rules like i'm gonna come in with the big irons oh, yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking kill someone the first day real quick yeah so i don't have to do this again set the tone yeah i, I feel that with with like i'll i i'll get on group chats with my friends to play uh video games and shit and um i'll just i'm good i'll try to just like i'll try to break a bone once in a while just to be like yeah, get, <laughs> get off my ass yeah so so that no one comes for you just need some space yeah and then, and then they'll be velociraptors. They'll keep checking the fence, and I'll be like, I'm still electrified, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> no, but, oh, fuck. Guards like, up. That, I was talking to a friend last night who uh, also has uh, hung up the comedy boots, and how we're like, it's really nice to just not, like, have to have your guard up all the time anymore. Like, <laughs> I mean, exist. I, yeah. I, I mean, I love hanging out with comics because you can say – you can literally say anything you want and they know you're joking and you can say outlandish shit and have fun and people start tagging shit and it's you know it's all jokes because we love jokes and uh but what comes with that is like your guard has to be so up because again velociraptor is constantly checking the fences <laughs> it's not even that my guard is up i'm just like yeah i don't care yeah <laughs> well it's it's a, i mean even if like like even when you don't care it's still like ah oh, that hurt well, yeah, Fuck. I got to walk this it's, walk. it's an attrition battle where yeah. it's just like, it, I don't care, but it's exhausting. Yeah. So it's like, but also, I don't know, like every now and then somebody will like cut, <clears throat> like uh, draw blood. But most of the time I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I honestly, some of the, my favorite shit talking going back to frats is we would play uh, um, IFC, the Interfraternal Council football and holy shit <laughs> like oh my god the shit talking Dude, sports shit talking is uh, like hockey fuck yeah there, there there was some like that's when a lot of alumni would actually show up like guys a few years out because they would like to come and watch and like we had this guy who had served in iraq and he would come out and he was he's he's a sweetheart 
sweetheart when you get to know him. But he, when he on, he is the most intimidating, intense human being I still to this huh, day weird. have <laughs> ever huh. fucking met. And he would just scream at other teams. And one, if one of the guys would look at him, he was like, don't you fucking look at me. Don't you fucking look at me. I'm on you now. I'm fucking on you now. Fucking. And he'd call him like shovel nose. And he would just like come up with like an insult. And it, I was just like, I'm like 18. And I'm like, is, are we? Are, oh, God. Is, is this how adults act? I don't want to be an adult. And, and watching these guys, like, uh, they were so good at shit talking because they would just find a dude. Like, for instance, I remember specifically they started calling this guy Shovel Nose and Bitter Beer <laughs> Face because his nose was kind of like flat and he just had this weird resting face. And for the entire game, they just were going in on him and no one else. Like, Shovel Nose! <laughs> And that's when I really learned that it doesn't matter necessarily what the insult is. If you just fucking throw someone in a fucking bear trap and just wear them down. And if you can get somebody to repeat the same thing you just said in that oh tone of like, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't even matter. It was so brutal, but like hilarious. It Like, man, some real world-class shit talking. It's good stuff. Just the whole sports world of... That I, the sports just opens up like whole primal like fucking take them down mentality. That, that's a like, lot of the fights yeah. broke out during uh, sports too. I uh, I was when I was uh, pledge and I mean I wasn't I was like a waif of a human and uh, they're like yeah you don't need to play football I'm like good they're like but uh, just you uh, hold the flag at on the sidelines I'm like yeah I can do that so we had like the big fraternity flag and I'm like eh, and I remember a brawl broke out. And like literally everyone, everyone on our sidelines like started just running in, and I was like, "Well, f- fuck, I gotta go too." And I remember I literally just like lowered the flag, and I started to run, and just <laughs> older guy goes, "Rob, no, this isn't the Civil War. You don't he, need to stab somebody like, with the fucking flag. There's not a what bayonet you, at the end of that. What are you doing? What are you doing?" I was like, "I just, I didn't want to be the only one not contributing, sir." And he's like, "You're, you're okay, just." Just hold that let's flag let up. This, yeah. Let's just don't impale out. someone today. Um, yeah, yeah, that was good times, man. Yeah, those those are yeah. Watch just like on a Sunday, hungover, watching people just talk brutal shit and occasionally get in a fight. Good times. <laughs> oh man! Oh oh my God! The um, the, you would have philanthropies, sororities, and fraternities would put on philanthropies. Like the one we did was beach volleyball. So uh, the sororities would have teams. They play each other. It's a tournament. It's fun. Blah blah. We're all in the sun all day. But uh, one of the frats had um, powder puff football, and like you didn't usually show up to other fraternities events. Everyone showed up for this one, and because sorority girls playing fucking flag football, there were fucking so many fights. It was awesome. <laughs> girls are insane. Yeah. When, when you let when you like allow them to be competitive and mean holy hell those are great <laughs> oh man i missed that too that was fun well it's sort of kind of like <clears throat> our experiences fucking whenever there was an mma fight in san clemente like fights would break out and 80 yeah. percent to 90 percent of the times it was always women yeah yeah and yeah. it's like a lot of the dude fights would just be like guys in each other's faces for five minutes and then they'd be like all right i don't want to fight either yeah, that, I just that got revved up. Puff your chest out bullshit. But, yeah. like, chicks would just go at each other, and it was always fucking brutal.
Yeah, so speaking of drinks and stuff, did you guys have your own versions of uh, Jungle Juice and kind of Party uh, Punch shit? It's blood juice. Jungle Juice uh, was kind of banned. Uh, we had a guy from Maryland who came back from Maryland with a bunch of Everclear. Uh, like, you know the Everclear? the kind You can buy it on the East Coast and I think in the Midwest over the counter. It's got like that weird plaid label on it. It's like a hundred. It's like one hundred fifty-one proof kind of shit. Oh damn! And we got like a keg bucket and made jungle juice, and, and it killed four and people. Everybody, everybody blacked out. Just like <laughs> there wasn't, there wasn't even like crazy stories. How it's many just like people? everyone just went. Well, just, <laughs> like we're like we can't do that the anymore. The hard drive went down for everyone. Holy yeah. hell! It was like it was just one of those like you woke up, you're like. Fuck. My butthole hurts. And we're like, hey, how about we don't do that anymore? Yeah. And we all agreed, and That's it didn't happen. Unwritten rule. Oh, my God. I've noticed that. I, I was just getting into, like, 100-proof moonshine, and it was oh, like Jesus. two drinks, and it's like, well, I'm done drinking for the night because this is enough. Have like, you ever tried to do just a shot of, like, Everclear moonshine, like, without chasing that no. shit? It's like, it, it, it hurts. It'll, yeah. It makes you want to vomit. It's got that, like, gasoline smell where you're like, uh, I don't think this is that. I feel alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm already do stupid enough shit without that. <laughs> oh, man, I this just popped in my head. We uh, This is a fratty moment. We can uh, start landing this plane on this. I was, I spent a lot of the latter half of college just a complete shit show of a human being. Mm-hmm. And As I remember we, the cops would come to parties and, you know, they'd be like, all right, break it up, blah, blah, blah. They'd have to come a few times. And I remember someone be like, well, we got to clear this party out. We got to get everyone out of here. And my drunk ass is like, I got this under control. And I picked up a fire <laughs> extinguisher and I walked to an entire massive backyard of people and I fired a fire extinguisher at them. And then I got tackled and I got charged to refill the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Dave Stewart, I'm sorry you had to tackle me. <laughs> Was that the arresting officer? Oh, he's, he's just a good... He's, he's one of the kindest, like, most sweetest, positive human beings I've ever met in my life. So if he had to tackle me, I must have been being a real fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, man. What if we have a fire? There's three more. <laughs> we have so many fires all the time, and no one uses these. We Oh, God. We, oh, we lit so much... Here's another one for you. After blood juice... I forgot about this. I totally forgot about this. Um... The whole back, one of our walls was up next to a machine shop. So it was this like 20 foot um, like brick wall that we, we painted over. Like we had like the sororities we auctioned, like we, they could pay for if they wanted to paint, like, like have a professional painter come paint, like oh, Alpha Fee or whatever. And they looked really cool. And when girls would come to parties, they'd want to take pictures in front of it. Everyone's happy. Or like we, if we had a party, we'd put like, we'd paint a mural over here. Anyways, it's this giant wall. And um, night after blood juice, I come back uh, to the house where I had to meet there the next day for something. And I walk in and the entire brick wall is just scorched. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who lit the wall on fire? And they go, you lit the wall on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, what? And they're like, yeah. You put it out, though. (laughs) And I was just like, Jesus, okay. That was the same night I jumped on top of a U-Haul, but yeah, man, 
good times. Yeah. Good times. Good times. I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to do it. It's a miracle that any of us ha- can remember any of these stories anyway. So, oh, yeah. No. I mean, it, some of them take a little bit of rooting around to find them. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember if, that. Yeah. If I, like, sat down for, like, a weekend and just, like, sat there and concentrated, there would probably be some real weird shit that would crawl up through the floorboards. Yeah. Some that can't be aired, some that there, can. Fifth, 70% of of those stories i cannot tell <laughs> cannot be repeated not especially not on, on legal uh, implications names have been years. changed yeah names have been changed to protect the un- it's not even that it's just like i don't need you guys thinking about me that way <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, yeah i've, I've built this persona i uh, need to keep it at this I level. worked hard to not be that person anymore <laughs> yeah and like that's essentially what your 20s are is like you're kind of a given permission to be a piece of shit because you're figuring it out and it's like yeah go have your fun and have your party but like you take it a little far a lot of the time and like you're encouraged to do so it's an enabling environment and and you think you're gonna live forever so that well you you bounce back so much quicker than fucking like the fact that i had a job through my heaviest drinking is fucking crazy oh man and like so yeah but the point is uh You've you've opened my eyes. I not all frats are the same. I don't know that, you know. I maybe maybe my version of the uh, the Animal House enemies is uh, misconstrued. That's, well, that's or accurate. Those guys are out there for sure. Well, and for it, sure. It's school to school, like different fraternities are different from school to school, and yeah. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. Some like you'll go to once like one chapter of the fraternities, like a bunch of skaters. One's a bunch of jocks. It's kind of yeah. weird. Well, maybe we'll track down more of a blue blood and just not vibe with him at all. Some guy, some guy <laughs> yeah. named, like, Chauncey. Yeah. Chauncey like, Wilson here. Yeah. Just a, a legacy fucking iron-jawed Check out asshole. Yale's Greek row. Oh, yeah. See, uh, Head up to USC we'll here to, to get Stanford. your more uh, stereotypical... Uh, yeah. You would, yeah. Well, we'll she figure it out. She was passed out, so I knew it was my opportunity. Yeah. That kind of shit. <laughs> we'll, I, don't uh, like, I don't like it. Go attack the Brock Turner crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, that's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. And we by attack, I mean light on fire. Yeah. yeah. By attack, I mean attack. Yeah. Attack, attack. <laughs> like the band. Crab core. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I don't well, think I would do it again, knowing what I know now. I, I probably would have uh, I probably would have tried harder to go to a better school. How's that? Hindsight's twenty twenty. We Hindsight is Tony twenty. <laughs> Tony twenty. Hindsight is Tony Tony Tony. Um, Ooh, wait, wrong. No, that's the. <laughs> weren't, weren't those the guys? Never mind. Anyways, keep going. For tennis and quick, sick reference, Christian. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, nailed it. I mean, I going back. I don't know that I would have gone to a frat. I mean, it would sounds fun. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Fun. I'm not yeah. regretting not joining it. I understand I why w- people do it because yeah. it's like, it's a way to kind of build a friend group in a place that you don't <clears throat> already have friends and like, the next kind of step thing. So I understand it. But yeah, yeah I mean, like I, to do. I went to yeah. college in my same essentially, like down like 30 minutes from where I went to high school. So it's like mo- a lot of people were all still around. Like had I moved to a different state, there's a there's something about that that's you know. All right, I'm gonna be around people, and they're gonna either have to like me or not, and you know, I get it. But um, more to consider than I anticipated. Yeah. But it sounds like you had a good time, and that's cool. Whether, you know, I think we all find our own version of a frat. Like our skate house was a fucking frat. Yeah. It's just we hung out at a fucking parking lot yeah. and skated, and like 
we had a half pipe in our backyard for a while actually because we had a lot of skaters see uh, then the alumni uh housing corporation was like you guys are you fucking serious <laughs> we had one yes. of the du- one of our guys wasn't even skating it and he fell off the side of it but that thing was fun in parties people would like sit up on it and you slide down and I mean, it's a good place to it's sit and I, hang out. It's I, picturesque. I will say this about uh, fraternities, which it's cool because if you get enough guys there and if someone has an idea and everyone gets behind it, like you have the manpower to get so much shit done. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> like just cleaning a house with like 50 dudes takes It's like, all right, everyone just tackle a corner real quick and it's done. Or like, hey, let's build a skate ramp. You get it done. Or like, <sighs> let's turn our entire way. backyard. Let's build a canopy when i was social chair i finally like when i was older i was like i want to throw the parties i had me and the pledges literally built a jungle canopy over the backyard and we got these tree trimmers we're like on the street we're like no 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 and we had them bring all these like ferns and palm fronds we covered this like string canopy it was a jungle and everyone got into it and everyone like was doing little corners and decorating it was fucking awesome and the roaches have never been happier oh man roaches rats squirrels but homeless people but uh that that is the one thing about it is is like it's so cool to see what like having a team can like if you drunk band of brothers what well, you can just get done i mean it, it and won, destroy it won a few wars yeah so yeah there's that yeah i mean there's no better fraternal order order than men who have been to war <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. And hard cut and to end of back. <laughs> Vietnam flashback and... Just in time for 4th of July. So yeah. Speaking of landing planes, so... <laughs> should we put uh, this baby down? Should we jump out of this plane? I thought, that was, I thought a 9-11 reference was coming. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. And then, dude, Echo no. just started, like, scraping the floor yeah. with her back, but the, the silent fourth member here. Our, uh... Unnamed mascot. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Thanks for coming aboard and yeah. uh, enlightening us into a world. Us. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll Long have time you on listener, again. First time guest. Get some Patreons. Yeah. 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 If you you guys get a Patreon, I will tell some fucking stories, man. <laughs> I'll tell some shit that can get me in legal trouble. So <laughs> yeah. all you, all you, uh, do you guys have a name for your fans? The the, the drunkies. The, the drunks. The, <laughs> Parking lot trolls. I don't know. Parking lot drunks. The, the, yeah. the lushes. It's just PLD, PLD drunks. You, you mother, you fucking sacks of shit out there in whatever corners of the world. Yeah. You you're listening to this. Fucking degenerates. <laughs> yeah. You fun motherfuckers with your dicks out. You, you people who you know a good time. You said you, you get it. a Patreon going and they spend the money. I'll I'll tell you some some real fucking. Tell your doozies. parole officer to relax. I'll scrape the paint <laughs> off your fuck the walls of your mind. All right. Well, until <laughs> until then. Uh, we've been parking lot drunk. Thanks for joining us, Rob Zoroff. Uh, do you have anything to plug or no? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I'm not a comedian anymore. I don't have shit to plug. Oh, you know what I got to plug? You're coming back, uh, baby. Parking lot drunk. Follow these guys at uh, coming back at Thanks. whatever their handles are, and uh, call your mom. She wants to hear from you. Yeah. Call your mother. Call. Say your mother for me. Yeah. Answer the telephone. <laughs> Answer the telephone. Man. All right. Well, uh, until next time, we'll see you. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks for joining in.